difference. <laughs> we are back in the studio. We are back for the first time in like three months. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> You're gonna beat us now. <laughs> um, hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 35 of the Two Twos podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are two twos. Do you know what? It, fits, it, it feels better to be in the mic. I was just thinking the same. I mean, we have mics at home, but it's not the same, the same. quality, all right? It feels much better to be in the studio, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. recorded this. So, yeah. But do you know what? In true fashion, we're back to being late again. <laughs> <laughs> See, when we're at home, we can't be late. Or if we yeah. can be late, and you just can reschedule. Time. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if we are late, it doesn't matter because... This, we have a book the time. Yeah, we have a book the yeah, time. So, so let's see how this one goes, boy. Girl, I know people are gonna be mad at us. It's gonna be a short episode. We yeah, apologize. We're almost thirty minutes late, so it's gonna be a short episode. We are really, really sorry. Okay, like don't buy our heads off. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very sorry. But um, how are you feeling today, babe? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling quite hot, oh, quite it stuffy. Is. It is quite, quite hot today. Yeah, but feeling good. Um. It's been a heavy week, but I feel good today. Yeah, I feel good today as well. Like, it's especially yesterday was quite heavy, but I feel better. I've slept. It's a new day. I feel much better. Mm, you know, mm. I feel good um, today. And we we are we have some plans today to go to. You know, yes, a march. <laughs> we didn't we didn't plan it beforehand, but we saw people on the train. Yeah, we have to be there. <laughs> so we have to be there. So it's the um, LGBT Black Lives Matter. Yeah, march. Which I didn't park. even know was happening until this morning. I saw, I saw something about it like in the week, mm-hmm. but I just didn't think anything of it because there's just so much going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, we've had to take in a lot. So there's, I feel like sometimes when I'm scrolling and stuff, I don't take everything in. Mm. I don't know how I've managed to do this, but I don't take everything in because it's a lot. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to go to that because we feel like we have to be there. <laughs> yeah, we have to go and fight for all lives. All lives. All black lives mm-hmm. mattering. All black lives, yeah. But yeah, we're even probably going to be there for a short time because yeah. it wasn't planned, but we're going to be, we're gonna be we've there. We've got other plans today. Yeah, so we have to get into this episode because we don't have much time. Quickly, yeah. This but um, first, uh, we are going to speak about JK Rowling. <sighs> Girl. That enemy of progress, yeah. I just feel like the LGBT community has come such a long way and i feel like during pride month it's like really like, this why? is what you're gonna do really she had a whole year to chat she, she shouldn't have <laughs> chat shit but why during pride month i just feel like such a slap in the face like it's like people don't care and this is the thing about i think me and you as you've been talking about people centering themselves a lot and mm-hmm. um, making things about them all the time mm. and what she tweeted was just her centering herself she was yeah. making you know transness about her mm-hmm. so um, for people who don't know the tweets what were the tweets so the tweets were <laughs> she made a thread guys she said if sex isn't real there's no same sex attraction if sex isn't real the lived reality of women globally is erased hold on hold on what do you mean by sex isn't real as in sex as when you're born but who said that sex is not real this is what i'm saying who said that? this is what no one i've never had it no one has ever said that sex isn't real it's literally we are born. We've said that gender is a social construct. We haven't even said we, that's not real. Exactly. We've just said it's a gender it's a, construct. It's a social construct. I mean, we've never ever said that your sex 
isn't real mm-hmm. because we know that is biology we know mm. that is science it's not something we can deny it's, it's not something made that's up. proven yeah we cannot deny something that's scientifically proven no we, one we has, all have them chromosomes exactly <laughs> no one has ever said that sex mm-hmm. is not real so that is the first thing right that is a, she said, Do you know, I didn't really read it because I just gotta be asked. I exactly. had too much going it's on. Too much going on. Like sometimes you don't have capacity for all the bullshit. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I get that. She said, I well, less the lived reality of women is globally um of women globally is erased. What do you think about that? We have to repeat that. I said, <laughs> if sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. Is she stupid? I can't believe this woman wrote Harry Potter. This is what I'm saying. Her legacy is transphobia now. Do you know what? Apparently there's been a few, um, there's a few transphobic slurs in Harry Potter, but you have to be paying attention to notice it. Really? Yeah. Apparently the inner, like, there's about two or three in the movies, the whole franchise. There's about two or three, but you have to, I feel like you have to know what her views are and you have to actually be paying deep attention to what they're saying because right. no some things can just go over our heads mm. but people some people were posting like little clips oh, about right. them and it that means it this is not something that she's recently thought about and it's just something she sat down yeah. she's thought about it yeah and she still thought and, let yeah. tweet this shit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she thinks she's right in what she, in how she thinks and what she thinks wow what has somebody being trans got to do with you bruh what what does it how does it hurt your life mm-hmm. how does it stop your bag yeah like i'm confused i, mean, I would like to know this no trans has person lo- has stopped her bag right clearly <laughs> this woman has a lot of money she's very successful mm. how has a trans person put a downer on your life wow i'm trying like i'm trying to understand that Maybe do you know what there has. To, I feel like when people are transphobic and homophobic to this extent, I feel like there's some sort of deep issue within themselves, and they're projecting. Absolutely, because she's had an experience somewhere. I'm so sorry, but there's something. There's a reason why, and I don't know what it is, but she needs to stop projecting because that's not cute. You're not a woman because you bleed. You know, once a month. Mm-hmm. You're not like these things don't you're women because you are because mm-hmm. because you are inside. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Like for me, that's how I see it anyway. Yeah. So I don't understand how, you know, if sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. What has that got to like? What, how is that erasing mm-hmm. the lived experience of women? How yeah. is that erasing that? I just yeah. would like to know. I just oh, this woman, bruv. I, I know and love trans people. This bitch is capping on a handstand. Mm-hmm. But erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. Who is stopping her, people from discuss, discussing their lives? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's a personal problem. I'm, I'm provoked, you know. This one came this on the problem. internet. Look, yeah, I just want to shout out everyone that donated to the fund and in their comments put fuck JK Rowling. Oh, Some people clap. donated and it they I know that they know it, they donated as they could support the cause. Yeah. But it was also a fuck you to JK Rowling. And we're gonna do this work as a fuck you to JK Rowling fuck as well. Her. <laughs> fuck JK Rowling. Fuck her. Because she is I'm not gonna buy the whole shit. book for Amari, you know. I was ready to drop my coins. This is what to I'm get saying. The whole book like, God forbid. Somebody, I was listening to the read and um, Crystal, she was saying that, one of them, Furio Crystal, they were saying that it's crazy how she made a book about a boy who 
was a wizard and he was sort of treated very, he was not sort of, he was treated very badly by his family for being mm-hmm. different. Yeah. And she is literally doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. How are you going to, how, mm. how, like, come on, come on. Maybe, maybe she's had some sort, that's what I'm saying. Like creatives, when you do work, it's an outlet. It's, and it's yeah. almost, sometimes your personal experiences are not necessarily uh, mirrored into it exactly, but they are going to, it's going to inspire work. Yeah. There's something that inspired that Harry Potter and it doesn't make sense. Like she's so transphobic. And I think that there's a connect there somewhere. Mm, maybe. Like, because the um, Harry Potter is about this young boy who is a wizard and um, his family have even rejected him to some extent because of it. Yes. And these people have experienced the same thing. And she's, Harry Potter, um, his journey along the way has been about owning who he is yep. and, um, and you proud. know just being proud about that and living in and his truth yeah and living in his truth yep. and when the parents when the um uncles and aunties wanted him to suppress his powers yeah he didn't yeah and brother that's it's what the, trans- it's, it's, it's the same, same thing, thing. <laughs> this is what blows my fucking mind it blows my mind like Oh, this this woman. This she's woman. had issues somewhere down the line, huh? Uh, ain't finished. We ain't done yet. The mm. idea that women like me, who've been empathetic, 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 sorry, to trans people for decades, feeling kinship because they're vulnerable in the same way as women, i.e., to male violence, hate trans people, hate trans people because they think sex is real and has lived consequences is nonsense. I don't really get what she's saying here. Do you know why you don't get it? Because <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> it's hard to understand. She's saying stupidity. that she's been empathetic to trans people for decades. That's mm-hmm. what she's saying. But you, it doesn't sound like it with these tweets. Mm-hmm. You know, hate trans people because they think sex is real and has lived consequence. I don't know what she's saying. I respect every trans person's right to live any way that feels authentic and comfortable to them. I'd match with you if you were discriminated. I'd march with you if you were discriminated against on the basis of being trans. At the same time, my life has been shaped by being female. I do not believe it's hateful to say so. Again, what has a trans person got to do with you? Mm -hmm. What has their experience got to do with you? Why Mm -hmm. are you centering yourself in the lives of trans people? Their experience. I don't trust her. I feel like she's racist now as well. (laughs) She could be somebody. Somebody that can say this shit can say the same. Definitely be. Yeah, it could be. Well, my experience as a white person, they can say the same thing. This is what I'm saying, and I need people to understand that all of these things, like any form of discrimination, I'm looking at you funny. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at you funny because if you're capable of that, you're capable of something else. You're capable of any sort of of discrimination. Any any sort of discrimination. Mm -hmm. Like I'm look, you're looking funny in the light. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's madder. Like having said that, like. I mean, there's people in our community that's also chat shit. I mean, look at the tweet. There's a burner account that got tweeted yesterday. And one of the tweets were saying that how um, gender, you you cis people don't experience gender dysphoria. Which is a fucking... I mean, you've definitely erased a lot of people's experiences. When you... And it also said that we should speak to a trans person to but understand not only the trans story. people Hun. experience that. I've though. experienced it. I've exactly. said it so many times on the YouTube podcast to the podcast. I said it so many times that when I was trying to figure out who I was yeah. and I'd really identify what these feelings meant, I thought it meant I had to be a boy yeah. for a long time. The fact that being a lesbian, it actually didn't cross my mind that I could have been lesbian. Mm. It was just that I wasn't meant to be a boy. Yeah. And 
there's a certain, definitely a certain gender dysphoria that comes with that because then when I'm thinking about what typically a girl is meant to be like, mm-hmm. I wasn't that. Yeah. And it's just like, it made me feel uncomfortable. Like for example, when my mom was putting me in a dress to yeah. church on a Sunday, yeah. I felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. in walking as uh, a female in a dress. Yeah. I felt like I needed to be dressed in a suit like my brother was. Mm-hmm. And um, in order to do that, I had to be a boy. Yeah. And like, there's just so many, even Christmas time, I just felt like gifts that my mum bought with me for me were um, female gifts. I got earrings and stuff like that. You weren't your brother's when, gifts. Yeah, my brother got action man mm-hmm. and I wanted that. Mm-hmm. And these, all of these things made me insecure in um, in my, 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 my well, at the time, my girlness, I want to yeah. say, not womanhood because I wasn't yeah. a woman then, but my girlness was... I felt insecure about it. Mm-hmm. Like even like stuff like when my boobs were growing. Yeah. Oh my God. I was, it. I was like, oh my God. Like, and even, even till now, I still wear bras that make my chest look smaller. Yeah. And also, and in, on top of that as well, like when I got, when I started my period for a long time, I didn't speak about my period mm. until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. I didn't speak about my period. And all these things are dysphoric. Yeah. Cause they make you feel a certain way. They make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I, I identify as a cisgendered person. Mm-hmm. So that was very reductive, mm-hmm. what she well, says. Well, she's absolutely, like, 100%. I watched a documentary where um, a girl, uh, born, born, a, born a boy, and she wanted to transition. And she did. She started taking the hormones and stuff. And then decided, no, this is not for me, and went back. Mm-hmm. Like, these things, like, you can't, I just, it's very reductive what that person said. What about it's non-binary like, people? Exactly. What about people that, who don't identify as any, who and are gender non-conforming? Exactly. I mean, there is a certain, there is certain dysphoria around gender and that's why they don't identify. Exactly. They don't. And like she, I mean, we know who the person behind the page was. She just basically erased all of that. Yeah. And said so, like, and that's, this is somebody that's from our community as well. Exactly. Learn, this is the thing. And the thing, there are people in our community that, aren't for us either like i was watching um i was watching a, a zoom call with angela uh, dr angela davis and she said there's some there's some black people she doesn't want unity with oh, and huh. i feel that Hun. it's the same mm. the same i feel like i i agree with that and there's also some lgbt people that i don't want unity with mm-hmm I don't because mm. not every, not all skin folk are kin folk and people in LGBT, not all of them are for everyone in the this community. This is why there's a Black Lives Matter March Day for the LGBT community. Yesterday, one of my boys um, called me and said, oh, can I ask you a question? Like, we didn't even speak for that long. He just asked the phone. I was like, hey, you're right. How are you? He's like, I've got a question to ask. <laughs> I was like, what's the question? He said, oh, um, why do you, Black Trans Lives Matter? And I was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, do their lives not matter? He was like, obviously, but like, you're kind of taking away from the Black Lives Matter oh, movement. Oh, divisive. Oh, yeah, he was like, you're taking away from the movement. Yeah, and I was like, how? And he was like, because you're only talking about Black trans lives. This means, okay. So as we've been uh, marching, we've been tweeting, we've been very vocal on social media, in this time, a lot of trans women have been and killed. And no one cares. And no, I have not seen anyone this speak is my about problem. it apart from us. But this is my problem. And and I saw people being mad at the fact that the uh, the American Black Lives Matter movement was um, organized and set up by lesbian women mm-hmm. um, and they left men out. Mm-hmm. But the reason why they left men out, because these movements tend to be tend to leave women out. They mm-hmm. tend to leave black women out and they tend to leave the LGBT community out. And this is the reason why a group of lesbians thought we need to do this. We need to set this up so we can look after everybody. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because black men do not look, at, because they don't respect the lives of 
you know, they don't respect the lifestyle of LGBT. Um, and they also, a lot of them tend to be misogynistic as well. It's like, they don't care for you. So why would they care? Why would they march? Like, why would they ask for justice for um, somebody that's killed, a trans person that's killed because they were trans, mm-hmm. a black person that's killed, a black trans person that's killed because they are trans? Why yeah. would they care? And this is my thing. It's not divisive, but it's, we. they're trying to bring... We're, we're basically reminding you that we're here. We we're all here. here and we're also part of the black community. And nobody cares. And I've seen people talk about, you know, the, the men, the black men that have been murdered um, and by by police, but no one's talking about trans people. No witness. And they've been getting killed. They've been getting I killed. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure a black trans woman dies at least once a week. That is the very least. Their life expectancy is, is 35. Trans women's life expectancy is 35. And that's not because they're dying from illness necessarily. It's because they're being killed. It's because they're being killed. Like, killed. I need you guys to really take that. I need all the guys, the black guys. Because I know there's there's, there's black guys the, that listen to this podcast. Take that shit in, bruv. Mm-hmm. Take it in. We're not, it's not, this is not an attempt to be divisive, but this is an attempt to say, look, we are here. And yeah, we we're need calling on you that we need, we, we need, need your, your help. help. That's why we, we say the alliance, that. Bruv. That's what we say, black LGBT lives matter. That's what we also, we say all black lives matter. And it's, it's a reminder to you to fight for us as well. It's fucking funny, yeah, how when we say black lives matter and when white people say all lives matter, you guys get pissed off. But you do the same to us when we say right. LGBT lives matter mm-hmm. and you say, oh, you're being divisive. It's the same fucking thing. Right, right. It's the same thing. And it's so annoying because when when we say, oh, like a lot of black men are like racist white people, they get upset. Mm-hmm. But it's because when we say something, you're like, oh, no, it's not that. They get upset because we're, we're eating at their guilt. They get upset because we're now looking, allowing them to look into it. And they know what we're saying is true, but they don't want to admit to it. They want to, they, their, their defense, defensiveness comes from a guilty place. I mean, the, the fact that my friend called me yesterday speaks volumes like if it's not rocket science to understand why we're saying it use your brain yeah just think it's not rocket science just think and he's somebody who is he we we have conversations about gender about sexuality all the time Mm -hmm. and he's always open to learning which is and he's always asking the correct questions Mm -hmm. just so that he doesn't offend the community and so that he also knows for himself because he's got a friend we're quite close friends Mm -hmm. and but this is the first time i've thought Hmm. Yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, some people just don't have enough information, and some people it takes for, for people to have somebody who's actually LGBT in their lives for them to actually make that change and say, "Yeah, mm. I'm gonna do this unlearn, and I'm gonna do the work. I'm gonna get educated." But it's just like it's just not enough. I think you know where we are today in the world. Like we sort of need to take that responsibility because it, I just don't see how it's hard to have empathy for someone. And I feel like a lot of people don't have empathy for different people because there is not their lived experience. So what mm. these people are going through is not their experience. And for me, to it's me, part that's of the problem. Not, it's not enough. Yeah, it's part of the it's problem. It's not enough mm-hmm. for me. How can I have empathy for other people for being different? Like how can we do we me and you? we do it mm-hmm. so what's i don't have two heads you don't have two heads mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying so i just bruv yeah do the work man do the work and all black lives matter and we had a whole episode in this but it just keeps getting dragged up all the time that, so we had to say yeah, something especially have... in the light of just so many black trans women getting killed i mean trans people let me just say mm. there are also trans men, men also being yeah. killed as well so mm-hmm. i mean it's just it's sad it's really sad like I, my hope is that um, 
they do become a part of the conversation. Yeah. I think that when people march, when they say Black Lives Matter, my hope is that they are also included. Even um, so, little plug for myself. I've got a I've got a article coming out with Vogue. Mm-hmm. This is my first byline. Hey. It's not somebody featuring me. I wrote it. Hey. I wrote is it written. Hun, I haven't showed you. Girl, I need to. Read I, need to <laughs> I need to send it to you. It's written, yeah, and it should be coming out sometime in the week. So hopefully, when this episode is out, the the article is out as well. Yeah. But um, in the beginning of my article, I wrote like, when you go to these marches and you see black men, um, giving a speech about black people, they always speak about. Um, the black family and Every speak about the black man day. being the pillar of that Every and they're not speaking about us they're not talking about same-sex relationships they're not speaking that is for them that's it's it's hetero in that is misogyny because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of the time black men have a problem with women leading with Do you know what? Yeah, leading. I really i i look up to john Boyega. i think what he's been doing is amazing, amazing. but he's not talking about us he, he, we're not included in what he's saying. But the thing is, John Baker actually has a lesbian best friend. So I, he does. So I but think still, he is, I mean, that speech, he, he excluded us. It did exclude us. I think his intentions were good. Yeah. I think his intentions, and he, like him actually wanting to protect black women, I believe him. Yeah. But you're right. We were excluded mm-hmm. from that, mm-hmm. from that speech. And we're always excluded. In the moment when um, the fight is happening and in, because his, his speech resonated with a lot of people mm-hmm. and I'm sure it resonated with a lot of black people as well. Yeah. But our fight was not included in that. Right. And so I love that he went up there and did that. I love that. I love that like, he's put his career on the line. I mean, I really do respect him. This is not something to say that he's a bad person. Yeah, we're not bashing him or but anything. But it shows why we have to scream, keep screaming. Mm. There's still a lot of work to do to include us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there is a lot of work that it ain't done. Like, and even within, obviously we're f- obviously fighting, you know, racism, but even within our own community, the mm-hmm. black community, there's also a fight there that mm. we've just said, like we need to fight for each other, no matter what, like mm. no matter our, our sexual orientation, like all that mm-hmm. shit doesn't matter. No matter, no matter gender, like that mm. shit, it, it doesn't matter, but it, it seems like it, does because we're being excluded yeah that's the reason why we're being excluded Mm -hmm. it's the reason why people are not fighting for black people are not fighting for trans people yeah yeah time is ticking boy we can talk about this time time is ticking (laughs) so yeah like we just end that section of the podcast like Mm -hmm. all black lives matter yeah on that's that's on that all black lives matter like we know that some you cishet black guys listen to this podcast we know we've been knowing we've been knowing and Listen, like we need you guys to fight for us as well, like because we fight with your for voices. You. Yeah, we fight for you, and with your voices, the whole movement is mm-hmm. going to be stronger. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? So the like the more the less divisive we are, the stronger we are. Mm-hmm. So like, let's do this together, man. Mm-hmm. But yo, we need to talk about something else. <laughs> I forgot about that. We need to talk about something else. Like we need to speak about how incestuous our communities. <laughs> LGBT people and I I don't think we're speaking on just the black LGBT community here we're just speaking on the LGBT community as a whole right right um yeah I mean we've so so, I don't want to speak about my personal situation (laughs) too much but you know my girlfriend made a comment and she basically said um because I am her first girlfriend and she just basically said she's just getting around the fact that um we can still be cool with people that we've had sex with like while we still but like she didn't ask question why i'm friends but she just said it's something that she needs to try to understand yeah a bit more which i'm very grateful for her to try to understand but Mm -hmm. 
I mean, why is that? My girlfriend has said the same thing because she made a point that, you know, she doesn't talk to it's probably one person that mm. she talks to mm-hmm. but she does not talk to people that mm-hmm. she's like been with like mm-hmm. she's, so why is that and i was thinking like obviously you spoke about it before but i was thinking that it is pretty incestuous but it's also because the community is small so obviously like we are obviously in the community but it's like especially when we're coming, we grew up in heteronormative spaces, right? Mm -hmm. And they weren't always safe spaces for us. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of, we've bared a lot of discrimination from our family members, our friends, you know, and homophobia, transphobia. So we look to um, our tribe. We look to our community. We find people that are like-minded, that are like us, that have, that we share an experience with. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, it's not surprising that we are in these communities and obviously we we date these people mm. we date these people but it's not surprising that after we date them we still hold on to even if it's not friendship it's mm-hmm. being like associates or mm-hmm. being cool it's a certain level of togetherness yes I guess. yeah yeah but it's just a hard one because it's like we need them essentially we do we, do. we need them like that's these are people who understand us and also like nana always says it's not everyone that you must date because some of us are actually <laughs> good friends underneath all of that and even sometimes not even a day like sometimes just you just had sex one day like i mean sometimes that's all it is yeah and it's really hard sometimes we cross that line like and it's just ridiculous why like why do we do it yeah that's what i say it's not everyday sexual escapades sometimes friendships Mm -hmm. did you know what the other day i was was thinking to myself and uh, somebody called me and um I, I don't know why I thought about it. I just thinking about, I didn't answer the phone because I was busy, but I just thought about, I was thinking, oh, I haven't spoken to them for a hot sec. It would be even nice to link up, mm-hmm. yeah? And then I had a flashback of like, <laughs> oh, we actually, <laughs> I actually forgot that me and her have had this. We never had, we never dated. Mm-hmm. We've always been friends, but we had a a moment, a sexual moment, yeah. classic moment. We had a sexual moment. Yeah. And I just, it just, I forgot about it. But I know that whenever I say I'm going out with this person, my girlfriend remembers that sexual of moment. Of course, they will never forget, <laughs> bro. They will never, ever forget. <laughs> <laughs> that is jokes. But it didn't mean anything. Yeah. It, was just, it was just something that happened in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, yeah, because it's like, how could you just have sex with someone in the moment? Yeah, some of us have get horny. It ha- it, like, it ha- maybe get horny at the same time. Yeah, it happens. So the thing is, like, I don't always think about this, like, are like the people that I've actually been in relationships with or I've seen or whatever, I actually like them. There's a reason yeah. why I was with them. Yeah. It's because I like them on a personal level. They're like good I, vibes. They're good vibes. And it's just that it's so sad how obviously we have to cut off the relationship because we're with new people mm-hmm. and it's just, it just makes things awkward and you don't, you don't want to do that. Do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like from time to time, I'm going to say this. I love like, all, like the people that I've actually been like dated and mm-hmm. been in a relationship with. I care about them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like from time to time, I need to know that Could they're you say good. The same, but yeah. <laughs> you can say the same. You whispering. Yeah. Oh, you can't. Oh, okay. Can't Me, I've never like it's one or two. Well, the girls that I've actually <laughs> had relationships with, like, it's always ended in an okay kind of note. Mm. So it's like we can be, we could be friends, but we can't be friends because new relationship mm. and that. And it's quite sad. It is sad. I'm mean, the ones that I I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm friends with anyone that I'm not I friends with anyone actually I can't dated. Be. Yeah. But I am friends with people that I've had a sexual moment mm-hmm. with. And um, when I say, and when I say moment, it's because there was no feelings involved. Yeah. We've barely even spoken. I don't think I've even spoken about it with anyone mm-hmm. since it happened. Yeah. And it's just something that just slips my mind. Yeah. And we're, just, we're actually just friends, yeah. only friends now. 
And all of these people are people that are like really supportive of my relationship on top of that. Yeah. So, I mean, what do I want to, do I want to cut off people that are really good and who actually, because one thing as well, I have to, one thing about this period as, as I've really spoke, I thought about um, relationships that serve me mm-hmm. and being in spaces that serve me. Yep. And I really feel like these are people that do serve mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and hopefully I serve them too. Yeah. And I don't want to let go of that because it's really important to um, have people around you that are just positive. There's yeah. so much negativity going on in the world, mm-hmm. in the world right now, which we're all experiencing. All of us, yeah. And having like people that are good around you helps you get through that moment. Oh, absolutely. It's good for your mental health. Like mm-hmm. people that support you, people that are with you, people that are also experiencing the same thing, but like you can go to and you can, you can like, even like I had a conversation um, with, um, you know, one of my friends yesterday and we don't talk all the time, but even that having that conversation, it just made me feel better. And I hope that she felt better after mm. as well, because obviously there's been a lot going on, a lot of heaviness. And I just hope that she felt good after the conversation because I definitely felt good. Mm. after. And that's somebody that I've had a thing with, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's like, we need these people, you know, yeah. we need these positive people. We need these good people just because there's been like a sexual encounter or whatever. <laughs> it's not that deep. Like, yeah, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Deep. It's not that deep. Like we can, you can definitely separate that. People grow and people move on and, you know, people's feelings obviously change. So we need to note that. So like, and I, but I do think there is a certain type of maturity that comes with it. Absolutely. Because I feel when I, if I look back to 10 years ago, would I be able to have these relationships Probably and be in a not. relationship and there be boundaries? Yeah. I don't need to think about boundaries right now because they're just there. They're just there. But they even have to say it. it. have to be like, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I got to get off for now. Yeah. I haven't had to have these conversations. Yeah, yeah. So, Especially with the people that I haven't been in relationships with, I haven't had to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I haven't had to be like, oh, you know, I can't really. Yeah. You know, it's more so for the people that I've actually been in relationships with and we're cool and it's just like, you know, we can we can have like uh, arm's length, you know, I check in mm-hmm. with you, check with me and that's you know that's as far as it goes but like you know it's just it's just maturity and that comes with maturity as well you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) that comes with maturity as well but you know you know it's like you had to speak on it like yeah we love the community man yeah definitely we do love the community um but having said that when this period is over i will only go to spaces that serve me and a lot of the community services places don't anymore so (laughs) i mean i just um i i'm gonna be exploring new lgbt spaces Mm -hmm. that um are not just raves anymore Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go to spaces where there are people more people of my H. Yes. Um, yep. I'm definitely, because I also feel like during this time, I have developed more of a family now. Mm. You know, I have a child, I have a girlfriend, and we are definitely a family at yeah. this point. Yeah. So I don't, I'm a family person. I don't need to be around some of these people anymore. Mm. And that is that. I feel you, sis. But that's why dreams will be coming back. If you need a positive space where you can be black and Hello. queer and allies as well. Mm-hmm. Come through. Dreams is coming. Dreams has come back with a bang. With a bang. And I hope you are ready. I hope you have your outfits. Because, hum, <laughs> it's going to be lit. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. Well, so that's the end of this. I'm <laughs> really sorry, guys. <laughs> Hopefully this was a good episode. So, oh my God. Yeah. I, I think it feels like this was a good episode. Yeah, I, feel um, like I feel like that It feels well. good to be speaking in a microphone that we can hear ourselves back yeah, with. Yeah, it's very nice. It feels good not to be speaking over Zoom. Mm-hmm. It's just... I just feel a bit more human now. But I feel, I feel absolutely great. It feels today. great. Yeah. 
but thank you so much for tuning in. Um, don't forget to use the hashtag QT's podcast. I think the last week's episode, I haven't even retweeted the, the um, discussions, but I will. I'm going to. <laughs> um, so yeah, like thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you use the hashtag. Um, follow us on the Apple, Spotify, and all the other um, pl- podcast platforms. Yeah. Somebody, people keep asking about SoundCloud. I think it's safe to, say, safe to say we're not going back to SoundCloud oh, at this point. people do ask about it. Yeah, people, oh. people, about three people asked me this week. Damn. And uh, we're not going to be coming back, unfortunately. You Spotify. Spotify is lit, man. You Spotify, um, you know, get your notifications gang mm-hmm. going. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening. Until next week. Peace. Peace.